0: Good day from Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas Sports Talk. I'm your host, The Nawlins Moth. We're going to break down Week Seven of the NFL and college football. You can follow me on Twitter at The T H E N A W L I N S C A J U N. You can also listen to this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and other various podcasts. And you can also listen to me. On the Inside New Orleans radio show hosted by Eric Asher on 106.1 FM WRK in New Orleans and also on iHeartRadio every Friday at 615 Central and also on ericasher.com. So, okay, so let's get to it. Joining me again today, for this week, my sidekick, Steve the Shrimp Man. What's going on, Steve? Hey,
1: Mark, how's it going?
0: Hanging in there, hanging in there, so... Let's get to week seven. We'll start out with college. We have the Big Ten starting out up this this week. Big Ten, and I think that's the only other conference starting up. And I know we got the Pac 10 and Wax going to be following soon. So let's get that first matchup. We're going to talk about the today.
1: Mountain West is starting up too, Mark. Uh, Mountain West? Yeah, I think. Uh,
0: oh, you're right. Okay. San Diego State, UNLV, uh, Nevada, Wyoming, that. All yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. Good. Okay. So we got that straight. So, so Big Ten Mountain West starting up. All right. Let's get to our matchups this week. We're gonna talk about the first game. We'll talk about NC State at North Carolina. It Opened eighteen. Line has been bet down to fifteen. See, what do you what do you think about this game?
1: Well, I think you know, you know, NC State's been overachieving. They four and one. And uh, I know they have a pretty good record against the spread. Not sure exactly what it is, but uh, their quarterback did get injured last week. So they're bringing in a new quarterback. I think he played the fourth quarter against uh, Duke and he threw a touchdown pass. But if you saw the game, that pass should have been intercepted. It went right through the defender's hand. So it, he didn't really do a whole lot. I mean, they – they kind of kept things close to the vest with him. He ran a few read options and quarterback keepers and stuff, but uh, he really didn't look too good throwing the ball. And I think after North Carolina got beat by Florida state as a big favorite, uh, that was a a crushing loss to them. I mean, they had, you know, national championship aspirations, and that went down the drain with that game. But I still think North Carolina is a very talented team, very good team, solid, Got plenty of depth. Mac Brown's good coach. Um, you know, I I just think they went in there sleepwalking in the first half and got dug themselves a hole they couldn't get out of. But that won't happen this week. I think North Carolina's going to come out, especially this being an in-state rivalry. I uh, I would look for them to beat this team by at least three touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I've been I've been NC State's been one of the teams I've been high on this year. I have actually been on them probably bet him two or three weeks already and have covered with him actually have won games outright but you know with the quarterback missing you know out and the backup coming in you know just don't know how how he's going to perform against a tough NC and North Carolina team you know they're coming off that Florida State loss which was you know couldn't understand what happened with that game but you know, I'm, I I think it's a good game to pass on. I'm not going to do anything with it. You like North Carolina to win about three touchdowns. So, I will see what happens on that one. Let's go to Iowa State. Good batch up here. Iowa State at Oklahoma State. Uh, line open, Oklahoma State minus four. It's down to three and a half. So, they got a little tad of Iowa State money coming in. What do you think about this game?
1: Uh, I mean, I, I really don't have a side in this game. I think it's going to be a good game. You got two teams that are very good, two well-coached teams. Gundy's a good, very good coach, Oklahoma State, and uh, the guy at Iowa State, I can't think of his name. I know he came from uh, Toledo, uh, Matt, Matt something. I can't think of his name. But anyway, he's a really good coach. He's done a really good job with Iowa State. You know, Iowa State plays solid defense. They usually don't turn the ball over a lot. Oklahoma State, you know, uh, they started the season off a little slow against uh, Tulsa, but that really played good sense. And, uh, you know, I think this will be a game basically could come down to the last possession. Maybe, you know, whoever turns it over the least makes the fewest mistakes, probably going to win this game because it's two very, very closely matched teams.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it could, it's easily a toss up. Iowa State has been getting better the last few years. They've been You know, at least the last couple of years, they've been very competitive with all the teams in the Big Ten and everybody across their their schedule. And I think they're just picking up where they left off from last year. I think they will play Oklahoma State tough. Uh, They're not intimidated. They They went in early in the year and they beat somebody. They beat Oklahoma early in the year. So I'm not concerned about them going into Oklahoma State and, you know, you know, freaking out because they're on the road against you know a decent school. They've already been to Oklahoma and beat them, so that's a great confidence builder. So, you know, I definitely like Iowa State in this game. Um, our last game we'll go over is um, big. Our first one of our Big Ten matchups going to be Michigan at Minnesota. This is a flip game. I looked it up. The Mich. I mean, Minnesota actually opened up a one and a half point favorite. Flipped over to the Michigan side. They're now a three point favorite. So what
1: do you think about this game, Steve? I mean these flip games normally when they flip it's usually a good side to bet to the way the, the lines moving but in this particular spot I got to take uh, Minnesota plus the 3. I, I mean I mean Harbaugh's a good coach but he's kind of underachieved at, at Michigan. I mean he he has yet to beat Ohio State. He's been, you know, They've been good, but they haven't been great. They've been winning nine, ten games a year. Uh, But this P.J. Fleck, what he's done at Minnesota is phenomenal. I mean, he's got that team, you know, last year they had a terrific year. Um, They beat Auburn in the bowl game. And for them to score that many points on that defense that Auburn had last year in that bowl game is a credit to – to that team, and almost the entire offense is coming back from that team. So they basically scored, you know, 30 points on an NFL-caliber defense last year. So I don't think Michigan returning their five or six starters – with a lot of inexperience on defense I don't I don't like their chances on the road Going into Minnesota shutting this team down So I don't know how you could not Take the three points in this game
0: Yeah I agree I think Harbaugh has under, Been underachieving I just don't think he's Recruiting too good over there I don't think he's getting a lot of the top notch players And like I said Minnesota has Vastly improved every year And I think they already I think they flirted with number 25 A little bit last year in the rankings But I think they are Ready to take that next step, and I think this is a perfect game for them to start out the season getting a win. I think, I think it wouldn't shock me if Minnesota win this game by seven ten points. So I definitely like the side of Minnesota. Let's get to the NFL. First matchup we'll talk about is Pittsburgh at Tennessee. This is another, this is another almost like a double flip game here. Tennessee opened one flipped over to Pittsburgh favorite minus one, is now it's flipped back over to Tennessee's minus one. So give me a breakdown on this one.
1: Oh, I mean, you got two two solid teams. They basically play the same style. They both have a very good defenses. They both like to run the ball. Um, they don't commit a lot of mistakes, turnovers and penalties. You know, I, I have a rule when two good teams play – I like to take the best, the best, you know, I like to take the home team. And in this case, it's Tennessee. And I I mean, I, I'm i not taking anything away from Mike Tomlin. I think he's, he's a good coach. But I'm starting to really, really like this Mike Vrabel. I mean, I think he's highly intelligent. He learned from the best in Belichick. And I mean, he's... He's just always got his head in the game. He doesn't make any kind of mistakes. He made a brilliant move last week against Houston. He sent an extra man on the field to stop the clock to take the penalty, to save 40 seconds on the clock on a second and one, which was a brilliant move because it gave him 40 seconds to score at the end of the game and put the game into overtime. So, you know, the guy's just – he's doing everything right in Tennessee and and – this Henry running this running back they got, he's a he's a load. I mean, he's just I mean, Pittsburgh can run the ball. Don't get me wrong, James Connor's a good back, but he's definitely not Henry. I mean, this 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 guy's a beast. He's he he may be the best player in the NFL right now. Yeah. You know, I- he's, he's definitely tough to stop. And I, I I would think, you know, I like Tennessee in the game, you know. I, I it's not a game I bet my house on, but I definitely would like – I definitely like Tennessee in this game.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, Derrick Henry, Henry's picking up where he left off from Alabama. And, you know, he is a load. 6'4", 6'3", 6'4", 260. He runs like – runs a four five, four six four. I mean, he's like – you know, he's ridiculous. He's a freak. And, um, you know, these two teams, they probably just about evenly match. I mean, I give the edge overall to Tennessee. I think they're just a little better – I think maybe they're a little better offensively. I think they're both good defensively. Um, you know, Tannehill has come into his own. He's, you know, found a home, got a good system, scoring points. He can still scramble. He can still run. I mean, he was a receiver in college for a couple of years where he turned quarterback. So, um, you know, very competitive game. I definitely do like Tennessee, and this one. I just think they're the overall better team. That's the side I like in this one. Let's go. Green Bay is at Houston. Green Bay opened a three-and-a-half-point favorite, and it looks like it's still three-and-a-half, so not much action on this game. Um, how do you see this one coming?
1: Uh, you know, Green Bay started the year off 4-0. and They caught a few cupcakes in there. They had the Saints without Michael Thomas, and – they got they got lucky and got a Taysom uh, Hill fumbled that on a, at midfield and they ended up scoring and basically stole the game on that play against the Saints. But really, I mean, the Saints were the only quality opponent they've beat. I mean, they beat some weak beat some weak teams. I think everybody got a little high on Green Bay, I'm talking about they were the best team in the NFC and this and that. And that 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 could be no further from the truth. I mean, I, I, they're definitely, in my opinion, there's at least three teams in the NFC better than them right now. Uh, one of them beat them last week. I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers did have a bad game. I think he threw three interceptions, or, you know, and I know uh, they picked 16 once. But, you know, they on the road in Houston. Houston's a hungry team. Uh, I noticed they are playing a lot better since they fired Bill O'Brien. It was kind of a, you know, he was just taking so much heat for, for trading away to Hopkins to Arizona, you know, the media was in Houston was all over him and it was just a lot of distractions. And I think that's kind of left now. And I think Houston's kind of back to playing the way they supposed to play. I mean, they're not a Super Bowl team, but they're above average team. And, you know, they're at home. Deshaun Watson looks like he's playing pretty good. I mean, he had a great game against Tennessee last week. They should have won the game. Um, I don't know how you pass up three and a half in this spot at home with Houston. I think Houston's definitely the play here. Yeah,
0: I think the public, after Green Bay getting annihilated by Tampa, I think Green Bay, I think the public's going to be all over Green Bay this week. And I definitely like Houston in this this spot here. You know, like I said, public goes one way, you go the other way. I think everybody's looking at Green Bay bouncing back. And like you said, I mean, Tennessee – been quietly playing competitive. Um, not I'm not a big Deshaun Watson fan, but I gotta give them credit. They they showed some gumption against Tennessee, and you, like you said, they should have won the game. And they played them tough. Um, I think I think they got something to prove in this game. It's another quality opponent opponent coming into Houston, and I think they were like nothing better than the beat Green Bay, and you know, for a positive step forward going into the um, rest of the season, so I do like Houston in this spot. Okay, we have Tampa Bay, who's coming off that annihilation of Green Bay. Going to the Raiders, who's coming off of a bye week. Uh Tampa has opened opened a two and a half point favorite. It's up to three and a half now. So there's some of the early money's going on Tampa. Uh, what do you think about this game?
1: <laughs> Well, you got the Raiders coming off a bye week. They just beat Kansas City before the bye week, and you got Tampa with an impressive win over Green Bay. So you got two teams that are both trending upward here. You know, it's just—I think it's a tough spot. I mean, I—I would lean towards the Raiders at plus three and a half. You know, that the a home team. It's just—I'm kind of a sucker for a home team that can really play and score, getting more than the field goal. So I would probably take the Raiders in this spot, but it's it's not one of my top three plays for sure. Yeah,
0: I think you know I think let's like say the Raiders beat the Saints early in the year, and then he went and beat Kansas City. I think that was a big step forward for them. I think they finally getting on track. I liked what Gruden's doing with them. I think they're heading in the right direction. I don't. I'm not going to sit there and say it could be a letdown for Tampa. Maybe not taking the Raiders that seriously, but. You know, going on the road to the Raiders, I think the Raiders are are welcoming this challenge. I think they're ready for it, and I see them winning the game straight up um, I will
1: say this I will say this about not to cut you off, but yeah, Tampa Bay played an absolute perfect game against Green Bay. I think they had zero turnovers and zero penalties. that is unheard of in the n f l and that's Really unheard of for that to happen two weeks in a row. So I definitely look for Tampa to make a few mistakes in this game. Yeah,
0: exactly. I think, and like I said, I think the Raider defense will help cause those mistakes too. So I think the Raiders are ready for the challenge. So I like that. Definitely like that side of the game. Uh, last one we're going to talk about is Chicago Monday night game. Chicago is at the Rams. Chicago opens seven and a half. It's down to six and a, I'm, It's Yeah, it's down to six and a half now. No, that's wrong. I'm sorry. The Rams open seven and a half down to six and a half. So there's a little money coming in on Chicago. How do you see this game?
1: I think Chicago is going to be a public dog on a Monday night game. I really do. The Rams, after having that letdown against Frisco, um, I could definitely see, you know, the public. The, the Bears have been playing really good since they made this quarterback change. But they still not really scoring a lot. They play good defense. They try to win games scoring twenty points. And I I really think the Rams are gonna open things up and put a lot of pressure on them this week to score. And I wouldn't be surprised if Foles has a has a couple turnovers on the road and that'll that'll take care of them. I mean, you know, they like I said, they five and one, they three and oh on the road. Um it's very hard to go undefeated on the road. So I think they're definitely looking for a a little letdown in this spot. And then I've already heard a couple people say they like the Bears in this game. So when the public starts betting the dog, I know what's happening. I know what's coming there. So you can definitely – you could bet the Rams in this spot, I think. I think that's, that's actually one of my better plays this week in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I also agree with you on that. I mean, two weeks ago the Bears beat Tampa Bay, which was a big game for them. Um, they went over to Carolina the next week and I was on Carolina and Carolina just underachieved, to achieve The Bears beat them again. So, you know, two wins in a row, one against a good quality team and one against a decent team. And now they go on to the Rams who just got embarrassed. I wouldn't say embarrassed, but they lose to the 49ers after the 49ers got, got crushed by Miami. And I think they made have, a, might've have woke up the Rams. I think The Rams might've walked into that game a little flat. I think they'll be ready for Chicago coming in here. I definitely like the Rams in this situation. Like you said, I think the is going to be all over Chicago. It's like I think they're baiting them and they're taking them, you know, six, six and a half right now. I think they they want you to take Chicago. I think the Rams rise up and shut them down. And I think, I think they'll, they'll give Foles some fits. So I think Foles will make, they'll make a few mistakes, and I definitely like the Rams in this situation. So let's get to our picks here. Let's go to college first. Um, Steve, you got any shrimp cocktail
1: parlays for us this week? Yes, I do, Mark. The shrimp cocktail was uh, one and one last week in college and 0-2 and in the NFL. Rough week, looking to bounce back. One thing I'm not going to do is lie about my record. When I have a bad week, I'll be the first to stand up and admit it. And uh, But I don't expect that to continue. Um, this week, my college shrimp cocktail is Kentucky. Wildcats and the Minnesota Golden Gophers I think uh, Kentucky you know man, Missouri just beat LSU as a big dog I think with 13 12 something like that 12 point dog they beat them outright and uh, Kentucky's just quietly one of them teams that's just playing better and better every week um, they destroyed Mississippi State and then they came back last week and destroyed Tennessee and like I said couple in the past few weeks, you know, I mean, I like what, what, uh, Mark Stoops is doing at Kentucky. They loaded and, uh, Missouri, you know, they, they just jumped up and played a good game. It's just hard for a bad team to fire two weeks in a row, you know, two or three weeks in a row, I guess they had to buy a week, but I don't think that's going to help them much in this spot. Kentucky's just a much more talented team and, uh, they're five and a half right now. I think Kentucky should be seven and a half, eight in this game. And, uh, I think they win this game easy. I really do. And in Minnesota, I kind of explained what's going on there. I mean, they got a <clears throat> their whole offense is coming back from last year. And they were really impressive running the ball. The offensive line's huge. And I look for them to have their way with the Michigan defense in that game. I think Minnesota's at home getting three is – I think they got the wrong favorite in the game, really.
0: Yeah. All right, my college plays, what I like. I've hit my last eight plays in college, guys. Eight plays. Don't ask me, but what I'm doing is working in college. NFL, we'll talk about that in a minute. That's a whole other story. Uh, first game I like is Cincinnati, Cincinnati's at SMU. Since he actually opened a favorite by one, and now it's flipped over to two and a half, I like Cincinnati this game. I think Cincinnati's a little better overall team. They have played. They have a history. They've played SMU good over there. And I looked up some stats today, and one thing jumped out at me is is Cincinnati and, and SMU score a lot of points. Thirty five. Cincinnati scores thirty five a game. Ole Miss scores forty two. But thing that jumped out at me is Cincinnati's defense only is they only giving up twelve points a game, and SMU's given up twenty five. So. That will probably, to me, will be the difference in the game. The spread's not big. You actually getting points with Cincy. So, I see. I like, I, I like Cincy. I see Cincy winning this game straight up. Another game I like is I like Iowa State at Oklahoma State. They're getting three and a half right now. Game open four is down to three and a half. There's a little Iowa State money coming in. We already talked about that matchup before. I definitely think Iowa State's the right side in this game. I think they'll go, They, like I said, they've already gone in and beat Oklahoma. They not they will not be intimidated. They will go in there and take care of business. And then, the last game I like in college is Houston's at Navy. Houston opened 11. It's been steamed all the way up to 14 and a half. Now, I know Navy's down a little bit this year. I looked up the history. These two teams have, you know, swapped, win, swapped wins at each other's places. And the other times have played real close. Um, Navy is down a little bit this year. You know, Houston's actually up a little bit this year. But I think, you know, I always believe when you when you face a team with a, you know, it's hard to prepare for a team that's running the triple option. And those teams are always going to have, have a shot to be in the game. And I think Navy will keep this game close. I don't know if they could win the game, but I think it'll be a close game. I don't really see a blowout in this game. I definitely like the 14 and a half. So take Navy plus the 14 and a half. So on to the NFL. I'll give mine first and we'll end it with your with your Steve. Um I like Washington, I like the Redskins this week plus 3. They um I'm sorry minus 3. I'm sorry. They opened um now Washington it's a pick 'em now. Dallas opened the 3 point favorite. Now it's down to pick 'em. Probably you know reason why you know Prescott's out Andy Dalton's quarterback, but look, Dallas is not good. I'm not gonna badmouth them, but they just the offense is bad. They they can't pass protect. The defense is actually horrible. And they have they have problems. A lot of problems. I've been liking Washington's offense. I mean defense all year. They finally made that quarterback change. They're going with this Kyle Allen. Didn't have a bad week last week. 31 for 42 for 420 yards, two touchdowns and interception. I think that's what Washington needed. Their defense has been playing solid all year. And now they have a quarterback. I think they've got a little confidence in this kid that's going to get out there and give them a chance. So I look for Washington to maybe beat up on Dallas pretty good. I mean, they're not going to solve Dallas' problems in one week. So I think Dallas is going to have problems the rest of the year. Second play I like is Kansas City is at Denver laying 10. They open ten lane is down to nine and a half. I definitely like Denver in this spot. Casey coming up that big win against Buffalo. And they're going up to mile high. Mile high is always a tough place to play. I think Denver is is a different team now that Drew Locke is back quarterback. And they do have a solid, solid defense. And I like this Drew Locke. He he's moving the offense. He's you know, they're playing well. So I definitely like Denver plus the points at home. In my last game, we talked about – we touched on this one. You know, Pittsburgh at Tennessee. You know, we definitely like definitely like Tennessee in this spot. You know, we talked about the flip game. But, like I said, I think Tennessee is a better overall team. So, definitely take Tennessee in this spot. Steve, what you got for us in the NFL? Well,
1: I got two plays. Shrimp cocktail. Uh, I like New England as my first play. I think they bounced back after that embarrassing home loss to Denver. Uh, Cam Newton, you know, he had said to sit out a game and they they had a schedule discrepancy because they had he had COVID. And I, I don't think he was right. He didn't look good in the game. Uh he played a little bit better in the fourth quarter, but overall, you know, New England's defense played well, but the the, the offense just looked horrible. But I do look for them to bounce back at home uh, against San Francisco. San Francisco's coming off that big win. And now they got to go to New England. New England's pissed. Bill Belichick, I don't think he ever lost two in a row at home in the last 15, 20 years. Now, granted, Brady ain't his quarterback right now. But I still think New England's got enough talent and enough pieces to win this game at home. Uh, I just – I think he – and another thing, you know, he knows Jimmy Garoppolo inside and out. He was the backup there for many years. So he, I'm sure he knows his tendencies, and that's not going to help San Francisco in this spot either. I mean, Bill Belichick, believe me, he they, they need a win. And normally when he needs a win, he gets a win. So I'll look for New England to win this game for sure. I think they're minus two right now. They should get there. And the other game that I like, uh, I already talked about, was the Rams. Uh, I just think that, you know, like I said, Chicago has been playing perfect ball. They've been – you know, winning those grind them out games, playing good defense, running the ball. But I just think the Rams have a lot of firepower when they want to use it. They can score a lot of points. And I do think they jump on Chicago in this game. And, uh, you know, I I look for them to definitely cover the six here.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on both spots, especially in the England game. I'm, I'm a firm believer that you're going to come across a lot of games during the season that are good spots and bad spots. And to me... This is, this is definitely a bad spot for San Francisco and a good spot for New England. Just It's just like, like you said, New England's lost their last two. And they are, I wouldn't want to be playing New England this week. So, I definitely like both, both those plays. So, all right, guys. Well, this will um, wrap up the show. I want to see, thank Steve the Shrimp Man again, my sidekick. And we're going to let Roy Rogers and Dale Evans take us out of this with...